You're listening to The Soul's Way Podcast. This is your host, Emily Ann Brandt. I'm an author, a speaker, a mentor, and I help individuals align with their soul and create the ripple effect that they came here to create. Are you ready to manifest your best life the soul's way? If so, you're in the right place and you're definitely here for a reason. Let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to the miracle. Oh my God. (laughs) To the Soul's Way podcast. This is hilarious because I've just been talking about, (laughs) I've just been talking about how the podcast used to be called The Miracle Mindset. Oh my gosh, I swear that was not planned, but I'm not going to edit it out because it actually ties in perfectly with what we're here to talk about today, which is kind of like how it's, it's been a little minute since I've done an episode, not too, too long, but it's been a couple weeks, few weeks, and I've been going really, really deeply inwards. I don't know if you're feeling this call. A lot of people, it seems to be something in the air that a lot of people feel this call to really go within. And so that's what I've been doing as well. And I've been reflecting on the fact that I've gone much deeper than mindset and mantras. I keep saying, I don't know why I keep hearing that phrase in my head, but um, it's like, it's not just about mindset and mantras, you know, that's approaching, if you're trying to make changes in your reality, using mindset, that's approaching it from the, you know, the outside in kind of, like it's kind of, it, it's weird because I used to think of mindset as inner work. I used to think mindset work was energy work. And this podcast used to be called The Miracle Mindset because I was literally known for... Okay, something's going on with my mic. It seems like we're back now. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay, so I was known for helping people with their mindset, right? For cultivating a positive attitude, thinking, you know, more grateful, being grateful for what you have, appreciating what you have, and then you end up having more. And that is all very true. And that created a lot of positive shifts in my life and also manifested a lot of things from my vision board, like I've been telling you guys about this year, um, how I've, I've manifested a lot of stuff, specifically like world travel all over Europe, Africa, You know, I went to Kenya, Africa. That was a really, really cool experience. But I also went to all these places that were never on my vision board, like Austria, Poland, um, you know, really cool places I would have never thought to go, but they ended up being the best things. And so this year, if you've been following me, you know that I'm all about tossing away the vision board. Yes, me. I was like the queen of vision boards. Tossing it away and being open to what life has in store for me because I've learned that actually the greatest things that have manifested in my life were never on my vision board, you know, and that also includes my husband. I never was one of those people that like made a list of all the qualities my partner would have. I I just simply trusted that, like I really did, and I know everyone does not have this, which is what the work that I do working with people helps with. Um, We all have our different areas and things where we have unconscious blocks that are deeper than just mindset stuff, which is, you know, what I'm very passionate about. And I have been since day one. I've been, you know, an advocate for shadow work and doing the uncomfortable stuff and feeling the uncomfortable feelings. I've always, always, always talked about that. I've never been this like sunshine and rainbows. Let's just slap a bunch of, bunch of positive affirmations on it. I've never been like that, but I'm just saying this year I've gone really, really deeper, much below the surface, much beyond 
rewiring my thinking and even my subconscious mind and going into like truly soul healing like we are here at a time on this planet where we we have to do the healing of our ancestors right like from things from our family lineage things from past life because literally energy gets passed down through through dna so you could be carrying energy you know old patterns limiting beliefs like cycles that the expiry date is up on it. Like it, it needs to expire, right? You could have taken an unconscious vow or an agreement that's been in your in your family of like poverty or of mediocrity or playing small or being, you know, afraid to be seen. And you might not even know consciously. You're like, consciously, I want lots of money or consciously, I want to be seen. I want to be famous maybe even. Like I want to be highly influential. But you didn't even know that there's below the surface there's like family stuff too. There's soul energetic stuff that's just so much deeper than mindset. So that's what I've been really um, deeply doing this year. And now I'm excited to be helping you guys do the same type of work as well. So going back to what I was saying, I feel like I'm all over the place today, but going back to what I was saying about finding romance, for example, that was just something that I knew I was worthy of um, for a long time. Like from a young age, I just felt for sure, like, maybe I didn't feel worthy as I was at that time. Um, so for example, you know, in high school, or yeah, just as like a young, a young teen, you know, very insecure in my body, very much shy, not expressing myself as a soul at all. So of course, you know, it's not easy to find someone or even friends when you're, when you're hiding, I really learned how to hide. And Yet I still had, and I had my sad moments and lonely moments and things. And I did, I did, um, you know, date, <laughs> date a couple of guys, but I definitely had lonely moments. But then I always had this inner knowing that like, of course, my person is out there somewhere. Like I know, I know I'm worthy of someone who's going to treat me amazing. You know, it's going to respect me a lot. I'm not going to accept anything less. My mom always said that to us, you know, never expect accept anything other than the best treatment you're worth it da 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 and so I just always knew like yeah of course my person's out there my husband's out there he's coming I didn't feel a need to like make a list and you know put it under my pillow or any of these things that some people do make a list of what he'll look like all his qualities any of that yet he showed up and he showed up at an unexpected time in my life when I was actually going through a heartbreak and we started off as just friends and colleagues and you know, fate took its course. And here we are nine years later, (laughs) and just got married a couple months ago. So that's one thing that I just, I look back and I'm like, wow, yeah, that was never on my vision board. All of my favorite travel that I've done was never on my vision board. Living in downtown Toronto was never on my vision board, because I would have thought, you know, I had family patterns and cycles and mindsets and identities that oh, I'm a country person and I get too anxious in the city, but that's just what other people placed on me and I took it on and I forgot to take it off. So there's so many instances like this where we take on things that are actually just filters and lenses that are products that we see the world through or we see ourselves through that are just products of our environment or they're just products of our family patterns or history or who we're surrounded with or even stuff that happened to us in past lives. So this is why just simply repeating things from the mindset level, just just learning to change our thoughts around money or 
change our thoughts around love or change our thoughts around health, we it's only going to do so much. You have to go deeper. And we are at this time right now on the planet. I don't know if you've noticed yourself getting extra triggered lately, like lots of stuff coming to your attention that needs to be healed, right? This is actually something that um, I'm not like an astrology person or anything like that, but a friend of mine and a mentor of mine, she said that, you know, astrologically and energetically, there's like this for the rest of the year, basically, for the rest of 2021, there's this like Tasmanian devil energy where it's like spinning around and it's kicking kicking the dirt up, right? Like a tornado almost, like kicking up dirt, kicking up, bringing things to the surface that need to be healed. And it's, I feel like the earth is on fast forward right now. Like we are here to awaken to who we really are as souls. We're here to remember the purpose of why we came here. We're here to reflect our true nature, our true divinity, our true oneness. We are here to be the generation to break all of these toxic, even systematic, horrible patterns that have been going on, you know, like polluting and killing our mother earth, hurting and killing each other. Like, I truly believe we are the generation that came here to do that. But on an individual level, it always, you know, it always starts on an individual level. So we are here to do our own, our own healing of patterns and and cycles and things that are no longer serving us. So that's what's being kicked up right now. So if you notice yourself getting triggered a lot lately, like, oh my goodness, I can't catch a break one day, you know, I'm just living my life. And then all of a sudden I get into a fight with my partner or, um, you know, this, the out, I didn't get the outcome that I wanted again. I got disappointing results again, or, oh man, I put myself out there and I got rejected again, or, oh, I just, you know, had a conversation with this certain person. They always trigger me and they triggered me again. And I thought I was healed from this. Well, everything's a mirror. And even when you're going through negative experiences or what you think are negative experiences, it's spirit guiding your path. It is you're always being gently guided towards your own evolution. So when you surrender to that evolution, the ride gets a lot smoother. Let me tell you that. It's like, imagine being on a roller coaster and instead of just sitting back and be like, okay, it is what it is. There's gonna be ups, there's gonna be downs, there's gonna be loop-de-loops. My stomach might do a turn, but I'm gonna enjoy this as best as I can because there's fun parts too, right? It's like, instead of doing that, you're facing backwards in your seat. You're like taking off your seatbelt. You're trying to be like, let me off this ride. Let me off this ride. You're just in panic mode the whole time, sweating, trying to get off the roller coaster. That's what it's like when you resist what life is trying to do for you. It's all for your growth. Um, It's all for your highest good. I don't know where that roller coaster example came from, but there you go. (laughs) And... It's, it's much easier when you recognize just that awareness alone. If you take one thing away from this episode, let it be that awareness that spirit's always guiding your path. So when you're being triggered, when you're going through hard times, when it seems like nothing's going your way, I promise you it's for your own growth. There is a lesson that you still need to master there or there is a old contract that's expiring that you need to release, like I said, like a vow you could have taken like a vow of poverty or contract, like soul contracts and agreements to mediocrity or to body insecurity even is one that I just realized that is like a family, a lineage thing that I'm here to break the cycle of. And I'm here to, in this lifetime, my biggest thing that I'm here to master 
is complete self-love and acceptance and unconditional love for myself because my family um, you know, lineage has been able to master being really good at giving love to others, but never to themselves. And I'm here to be the one to kind of break that chain and reset and do that. And I signed up for this, and I signed up with for this very, very different body that I have, lots of physical differences and, you know, birth defects, like clubbed feet, scoliosis, and Beale's syndrome, like three crazy things on my body that have made it very, very challenging to to master this lesson for sure. And I've even been denial in denial that this is the lesson I'm here to primarily learn because my ego is just always trying to convince me that, you know, I got to be known for something else or I, I'm, I got, I've got to be here for more than this. Like I'm more than my body, but it's like, no, but that's the point is like, you're here to find unconditional love for yourself and this body and to break this pattern and cycle. So it doesn't, it ends with, it ends with you. It's like, not on my watch. We are here to say that we are the generation that is here to say, not on my watch. Will myself or my children or any of the women that are in my circle or people in my circle, if I can help it, are we going to continue self-loathing, right? Are we going to continue not feeling enough, not feeling worthy? And that's it. That's what it is at the core. It doesn't matter what your limiting beliefs are or what your blocks are that are preventing you from being the fullest expression of your soul, which is all any of us want to do, right? Whether you're saying that for you, that that means making a lot of money or whatever the callings of your soul are. Maybe you want to publish a book. Maybe you want to be a famous Olympian, like whatever, right? We all have different soul callings. And um, really what that is, is us fully owning our worth and our enoughness and fully shining and expressing ourselves who we are as souls, not all of these layers, all these identities, all these stories, all these beliefs that we took on, but we're not aware of them all. So that's why I'm saying you cannot tackle this at just the mindset level you're just if there's if you're just repeating money mantras all day or you're repeating like I am beautiful I am beautiful I'm enough I'm enough but you haven't dug deeper to see when did that start when did I decide that I don't get to be a you know that I'm not enough as I am to be wealthy or that I'm not beautiful as I am like when did that get seeded in me and you need to to go to that root and truly feel it and then release it. And so I'm so like, this is the work that I do with with the people in Soul Legacy. And this is the work I'm going to be doing in depth next year in 2022. I'm kicking off a six month, like deep dive program where we are doing this work because it has been massively transformative for me already. And I feel like I'm also just getting started. So I'll also be on the journey with you but able to hold you in a small group container space so that we have, so that I can hold space for you. Like this is not a program I can scale and and just be like, okay, everyone go dig up, you know, go do your deepest, darkest soul work, your shadow work, bring those shadows to, to light and have fun with that. And I'll be back with like a Q&A or something like, no, it has to be me sitting in there with you. We're going into the shadows together. We're going to the deepest, 
you know, the, the shadow parts of you that ha- are holding shame, are holding resentment, are holding guilt, are holding fear, are holding hate, um, like not so nice stuff that we've been stuffing down and avoiding and some stuff we're not even conscious of. So like I promised on my Instagram, I'll give you some examples of some big things that I didn't realize were seated within me that I've recently released. And some of them I've been carrying for a decade, some of them since birth, <laughs> so, and some of them since um, three lifetimes ago. So it's very fascinating. It's very freeing. The more it's like, it's literally like taking off layers of clothes that are energetic clothes you didn't realize you were wearing. And once you t- cut the ties and you free yourself from them, it's like, whoa, <laughs> I didn't know, even know I had this on and now that it's gone, it feels so light, right? So that lightness, being free from that, here's the good news, that's how you become more and more the real you. That's how you get the emergence of more you, which is what true manifestation is. It's not about using all of your mental energy, burning out, repeating affirmations, staring at vision boards, manipulating circumstances to go your way when it's not even necessarily for the highest good. It's about being yourself fully and saying that everything I have is everything I need and I'm not interested in anything that doesn't come with the emergence of more me. So if you're going to publish that book, or you're going to break that Olympic record, or you're going to teach that class of children, or you're going to save lives being a doctor, like whatever it is, it's not going to come without the emergence of more you. And guess what the emergence of more you comes with? The ultimate freedom, like freedom to fully be who you are as a soul, as you are meant to be, as you are meant to wake up and remember, actually being that, living that every single day, that's the gold, that's the prize, that's the freedom, it's so good. And from that place, your vibration is completely different. From that place, you effortlessly attract things to you. The people who are meant to work with you come to you, opportunities come to you, ideas, divine inspiration pops into your head, you know, Money, people, clients, love, all the things come to you. But also, so it comes from healing and releasing those things that are binding you, which is why the six-month program starting in January, it's called the Unbound Soul um, because you're you're unbinding your soul. <laughs> you're giving yourself that that profound freedom to, to vibrate so much higher, to utilize and master the law of resonance, right? Which is where basically when you are a certain vibration, everything else will attune to your vibration and shift accordingly. And you will draw people to you and things to you, or you will repel, you know, what's not a vibrational match. And that's okay too. That's a good thing too. So the freeing, the freeing of your soul you know, by releasing the layers that are covering up your soul. I'd like to say your your golden inner Buddha, if you guys know the golden Buddha story. If you don't, please Google it. I don't want to get into it right now, but it's a really good, um, it's a really good metaphor and example. I talked about it in, in the masterclass and in Soul Legacy. But your inner core of who you are, it's golden. But then we take on all these layers of just like what happened to the golden Buddha of mud and clay covering up the gold. So it doesn't get stolen. That's what happens with the Buddha. And then eventually we forget what's underneath because so much time has gone by. We've just been wearing the mud and the clay, aka the identities, roles, beliefs, patterns, 
things that we think are who we are. We think it's us, but it's just our personality, which is persona, literally means mask. It's not our character. Our character is our soul. So just freeing yourself of those things one by one, that already makes you magnetic, but then how you get the ideas, the downloads, the soul guidance, the visioning, instead of visualizing, Michael Beckwith teaches this and it's so good. Instead of visualizing and trying to manipulate things to happen your way, you practice something called visioning and allowing the highest good of the highest potential for your life or for your next project or whatever it is to come to you. And you do this through spiritual discipline through sitting and getting quiet every single day making that time to really be with that divine presence that is within you because it's so easy to just rush through and try to just go into the manipulation mode you know operating from the old way of manifesting that we're used to where we think we just got to go and bust out all of our mindset tools and just get right into our gratitude journal or our visualizing scripts and all of this stuff to manipulate things to happen our way. And that is one way of manifesting, but it's not really viable in this new earth energy. <laughs> like I said, things are speeding up so quickly because the universe, God, source, you know, creator, whatever you want to call it, wants us and needs us to wake up now. Like I said, we're the generation that is here to heal, wake up to our oneness bring forth the new earth which basically means heaven on earth because we are remembering we're seeing reality as it really is without filters without lenses without limitations without all this stuff so yeah this work is heavy yes this work is a big deal yes this work is hard but you signed up to be here at this time and you wouldn't have done it if you weren't equipped to do it many of us are really really old souls that are here, especially those of us who came here to kind of lead the pack on this, very old souls. And so um, we still have something to master, right? We're not like, we're not ascended masters, obviously. We're, we're, we came back for another human incarnation and we're humans, but we have been, or we've been to earth a few times and we signed up to be here to awaken and to help other people awaken. And um, there's actually a belief in, in my culture that I just learned about in Mohawk culture that we believe that every life has, um, you know, it's like a stick. <laughs> and when you get to the end of the stick, that's as you're going along the stick, you're going along your, your purpose, right? Or your dharma, some people call it like your purpose path. And when you, when you do what you came here to do and you kind of mastered what you came here to mastered, and you get to the end of your stick and there's notches that you put in the stick as you go all the way down and when you finally mastered whatever it is you came here to master or learn then you die and you you know you become an ancestor so you kind of graduate once you've mastered it. and if you die you get to the end of your stick and you didn't master it you didn't get the lesson then um, you come back in another incarnation and you go again until you until you get it so it's kind of interesting like now I know we're getting a little bit more like esoteric and woo but hopefully you're here for it it's so interesting to me because even Michael Beckwith talks about this balancing the fact that we are eternal beings yet also appreciating the preciousness of our human incarnation right like 
And also just think about the fact that you're eternal and you have to spend eternity with yourself. Even if your body changes, even if your form changes, you know, your shape, your form, your human self might change. But what about your soul? Are you going to be happy spending eternity with you, with your soul as it is? Your soul as it is is perfect, by the way. It's worthy. It's divine. It's enough. It is glorious. But you came into this human experience and it got covered up and it got kind of beat up a little bit. So we got to tend to it. We got to heal on the soul level. So like I said, that's what we're going to do inside the Unbound Soul. Clearly, I'm so excited about it. I could talk about this stuff all day. Um, But anyway, I still have to fill you in on what I released. So let me try to do that quickly because I do need to wrap up and go on a call for Soul Legacy. (laughs) So what I released most recently is I realized, and this is wild, how what we take on really does play out in our reality, right? But it wasn't I wasn't consciously aware of it until I started doing this work and working directly with my soul and asking my soul these big questions. So I realized that almost a decade ago, ago, because I've been with Derek for nine years, when I first got together with Derek, I was like 20 (laughs) and he was a couple years older. And growing up, I always, I always knew like I'd be wealthy someday. I don't know why. I was just like, yeah, I'm going to be rich when I'm older. Like, My husband better be okay with me making more money. This was, you know, in the 90s when there was all these conversations about the husband being the breadwinner and things like that. So I remember actually saying to my parents, like, well, whoever I marry, he better be fine with me making me being the breadwinner because I'm totally going to be the breadwinner. Like, I just I just had this knowing that I was born to to be wealthy and to make a lot of money and do something in the spotlight. I didn't I didn't know what, but um, I just. I just knew it. It was weird. So (laughs) anyway, I always had that, that identity. Maybe that's how I was born. That's who I am as a soul. I'm realizing, um, because whenever I tune into my soul, it's like very much this, this goddessy abundant energy. But then I met Derek. And at that time I was, you know, fresh out of college. We were both working the first job we could find out of college you know, trying to pay my way through very expensive rent in the city and then also working at this basically minimum wage job. And Derek was working the same job, but his family had, you know, more money than mine, I guess you could say. Like, they're more into designer stuff and um, he's Korean, you know, so Asian, Asian culture appearances are very important. Designer handbags and clothing and all of that is very, very much more strongly valued than it was in my life coming from the country, coming from the res. (laughs) Like if anyone's listening from the res, they're going to laugh. The res, you don't even wear, you wear your pajamas in public. Like that's, that's how much appearances don't really matter, which is beautiful at the same time. Um, And I love that about my community. I love that. It's just very like chill, be yourself. Everyone knows everyone, everyone helps everyone kind of thing. So anyway, I never forget my roots, but Derek introduced me to this world of like all this designer stuff and I didn't even know he started buying me like nice handbags and stuff and I wouldn't even know (laughs) how much they costed or what they were had never heard of like Michael Kors um, or any of those things back in the day 
So anyway, I didn't realize it, but then, and then we started going on trips. We did a lot of travels and naturally manifested somebody who loves travel as much as I do. But every time I would freak out about money, I'd be like, it's no, like I don't have money right now. And I never used to spend anything that I didn't have. I didn't even have a credit card. And he'd be like, no, we have to do it. Like it's once in a lifetime opportunity. I can get cheap, you know, cheap flights right now. Let's go, go, go. So I started putting things on credit card and he would help me a lot. He always would help me pay for my flights or pay for my stuff and treat me to stuff. So I took on the identity as the person who makes less money, like as the as the dependent one who, even though in my mind I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, okay, I'm going to be rich. Like I'll pay him back when I'm rich or, you know, I'll pay him back ASAP. And I, I do and did pay him what I can whenever I can, right, always. But I realized I stayed stuck in that identity of being the one who earns less money. Because now, you know, we obviously moved on from that crappy job. Like, it's not like Derek's job is super, you know, not like he makes crazy amount of money, but he makes a lot more than we made at the, at that job. And he has steadily been the one that makes more money for a decade because something seeded in me when I felt like, oh, okay, I don't even know anything about designer stuff. Or like, oh, we would go out with his, you know, Asian friends and I would feel like, oh, I feel like, you know, sh- what's the word I'm looking for? Not shabby. <laughs> Maybe shabby, I guess. <laughs> On the res, we would say humbly. <laughs> so humbly looking. Um, it means like kind of scrubby, like they would all be dressed to the nines and I just felt like everyone was classier than me and that seeded something in me and a a few months ago when I had this realization or a couple months ago I couldn't even talk I wouldn't be able to sit here and talk to you about it without crying because it actually made me really emotional I was like oh my god I felt less than like I didn't feel good enough for him and his friends and his world and then that seeded within me so I did I did my work um the type of work that we do in soul legacy and the unbound soul And I just released that version of me. I released, you know, I forgave myself. I forgave Derek. I I released that energy from me. And there was, it was so emotional as I was releasing it. I was crying, not because I'm sad to see it go, but because I'm just like, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot to take this off. It's like I always say, you know, a mentor one time used this analogy and I thought it was really good. If you borrowed my sweater and you kept it on for six months or 12 months, you know, and then two years, you kept on the same sweater. Eventually, you're going to forget that it's mine, right? That I, I loaned it to you. You're, you never took it off. So you're like, what are you talking about? This is mine. I forgot, right? So same thing with identities and things. They can seed within us deeply in our energy. So I could do all the money mindset stuff, and I have. <laughs> I've taken all the programs, all the money stuff, and I've done it too. And it's gotten me so far, right? Like, you guys know I've had some some financially really cool things, some 5K months, 9K months, some big ticket sales, some exciting things, but it took a lot of mindset work, a lot of mental effort, which I really backed away from this year, kind of went into the darkness, into the void, dropped it all, and now I'm just tackling it from a much deeper level, and oh, it's so different. <laughs> Everything's so much lighter, and... I don't want to say easier because this work's not easy, but 
the manifestation part of it is like I'm not really putting effort into that part of it. That part of it is effortless. So that's what I mean when I say effortless manifestation with law of resonance, right? But it's it's not effortless to get your vibration to where you need it to do this energetic healing, soul healing, because it's emotional. And for me, it was lonely. I did a lot of it without a mentor or a group. Um, so that's why I created the Unbound Soul Group Program because, oh my gosh, this is like my dream program. I would have loved to do this exact work with people who are doing it too, with a mentor who can guide me, who's been through what I'm going through. Like, I mean, I made myself, um, I was able to join a couple of smaller, like six week, a six, I did a six week program and stuff like that. But to have a container like this, like this is going to be six months, which I think is a good period of time because there's going to be lots of time to integrate and to evolve evolve you're just not going to be the same person at all even after a month but at the end of six months it's going to be wild um so to have a community to do it with would have been so amazing and that's what I want to create because I know this work is so needed but I can't exactly scale it I can't be like you know I'll just put it into a course and let people go and have fun like you need support you need me to hold space like not me but someone to hold space for you right we're gonna be holding space for each other so that's why the program's also limited spots it's only 10 spots um and then it'll be yeah it'll be first come first serve so i'll put the application for that it is starting in january and i'm so excited there's perks to joining early so i will put the details in the in the description for this episode but what else did I want to say um oh another identity that I released was and I really have to go soon another identity identity that I released was oh at birth okay this one was huge so um so with all of this work I'm just asking like my soul slash my unconscious mind or my subconscious mind right the part of you that wasn't consciously aware I'm just speaking to that part of me and it's not complicated. I'm not using a million different tools or rituals like I used to. Um, it's just really seriously creating a relationship with those unconscious parts of you, like the greater superconscious, basically, with your soul. And I just asked my soul because I never realized, I never thought I had a, an issue of not feeling enough. I never thought that. I helped other people overcome theirs. And was like, I don't get it. Like, we're enough because we just are. We're worthy because we just are. Like, I never grew up. Um, I had parents who loved us very unconditionally, very loving family. So I never felt like not good enough in that sense. I had body, some body shame stuff that mostly happened because of like bullies and people at school and stuff. But I still thought, I still felt like, no, but I'm, I know that I'm enough and I know I'm worthy of all my, all my desires and goals I know I'm worthy of love like I know this stuff consciously but unconsciously when I checked in with my soul I realized and I was shown that something actually seeded with me at birth during my birth um (laughs) so I was born and my feet were like upside down tucked in and um it was clear that I would have a not so easy road right like your baby's born imagine their feet are upside down also I also had Beale syndrome which wasn't even very well still not very well known at all 
It's a rare connective tissue disorder um, that is genetic condition. And I also had scoliosis, but they didn't even know it yet when I was born. <laughs> but just the feet and the the fact that I would likely need surgeries or may, maybe not be able to walk is what they thought when I was first born. So what I was shown, and I don't know how accurate this is, I haven't even told my mom or asked my parents about this yet, but what I was shown was like at birth, here I am so excited to make my grand entrance into the world. And then instead of being so excited that I'm here, I just see like fear and sadness and disappointment on like the doctors, my parents' faces, my grandparents' faces, like, and it was just like, oh, I'm not enough as I am. Like, they're not, they're not happy, they're not happy, what's going on? But the lesson that I got, and this was very emotional again when I did it, and now you can hear I'm talking about it totally neutrally, um, because I removed that emotional charge, and I also took time to integrate. So, you know, sometimes... I keep things a little bit quiet. I really take time to integrate them and be doing my inner work. And then I can share what I'm called. But the lesson that I got was like, oh, but they're not disappointed in you. They're just disappointed for you or they're scared for you because they love you so much. They like instantly love you so much. They just don't want you to have a hard life. But they didn't realize that you're an advanced soul. Like you're a highly evolved soul that purposely chose this life and these complicated... Like you signed up for this. You signed up to have this complicated body and this more challenging life filled with surgeries and braces and yeah, disabilities, differences, things to overcome because it's going to help you master... The lesson that you're here to master, which is unconditional self-love, which is things that your your ancestors who've passed, you know, pe- the generations before you have passed without having the chance to master that. So you are like, I'll do it. I'll take one for the team. Sign me up. I'll go in. I'll take on this, this body, this life, this family, this circumstances. And that's what I believe is true about all of us. We choose our family. We choose our circumstances, even like, you know, toxic ones that are not the healthiest thing, but we choose all of that for to master what we came here to master. So that was the really cool lesson. And even just bringing awareness to these things, awareness alone is so healing and so powerful. It'll just like bring you to your knees. You'll just be in awe of it once you have the awareness of why some of the patterns exist in your life. And Um, For me, how that was showing up is like I had this belief that like I didn't think I had a not enough issue, like I said. And then I was, you know, kind of looking at, okay, what is the stuff that's weighing on me? What's weighing on me right now? It's a question, you know, it's in Whole Damn Fire too, my book. Question to ask every single day. What's weighing on my inner being today? And lately it was like, no matter like when I give my best, it's never enough. Like I can never win first place or get the exact launch results that I wanted or get the big things that I want like even when I do my best it's never enough so then what does that boil down to I'm not enough so where did that come from oh shit it happened at birth like my mind was just blown but just having that awareness is such a relief so I want this for all of you guys I hope that you'll you know consider doing a program like the unbound soul 
or at the very least, just stay with me, stay in this community. I'm going to do my best to come up with like, because uh, I know the Unbound Soul is a bigger commitment. It's a six month commitment. It's obviously a little higher price than like a course or a smaller offer, but I'm doing my best to try to let ideas come to me and things come to me. But I've been thinking like, what is a lighter, smaller way that I can serve people like um, a smaller off lower ticket offer and also like maybe a gentler way to introduce you to this type of work because not everybody's ready to dive right in but I don't have that download yet. But in the meantime, if you are ready to dive right in, we have Soul Legacy, which is probably opening again in February or March. And then we have the Unbound Soul. So do check those out. Do keep tuning into this podcast and do let me know if you appreciated and enjoyed this episode. I have to hop off, but I'm sending you, oh, I'm sending you guys so much love and also join the Soul's Way Facebook group. I can't believe I almost forgot this. I'm hosting a... Um, 13 day summit, soul gift summit. It was supposed to be 12 days, but I can't count. So it ended up being 13 days. It was supposed to be like 12 days of giveaways where beautiful souls from our community are coming in and sharing their soul gifts every single day for 13 days from December 9th to the 21st. We have, um, plant medicine teachings. We have psych, multiple psychic readings um, that are going to be done. We have a breath work session, meditations, trainings, like really cool stuff. And these women are freaking powerhouses that I completely love and admire. Um, And they're all doing these things for free in the community for those 12 days. So you can register for that at emilyannbrand.com slash soulgiftsummit. And I'll put that link in the notes as well. Do be sure to join us and show these ladies some love as they go live at various times. You know, you'll get the schedule once you register. Um and all the details, but do come check them out and cheer them on as they share their soul gifts with you all. So that's it for now. And thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you next time. Thanks again for listening. Since this podcast is still growing and still reaching more beautiful souls, it means so much when you guys share the episode or take a second to leave a review on Apple. It's the best way you can thank a podcaster and give us encouragement to keep the good stuff coming to you completely free. I would also love to connect with you on social media, so make sure you join the Facebook group, The Soul's Way, and hit me up on Instagram or TikTok at Emily and Bethany Brandt. Keep working your light beautiful and making magic happen. I'll see you next time.